to Cultivate and Keep Podcast. This is Jeremy and Corey. Mr. What's Corey. Up? What's up, man? How you doing? Pretty good. Yeah, nice. pretty good. Just weathering a storm, you know? That's right. Surviving. Yeah. Surviving. You're alive. Things could be worse. True. Mm-hmm. Sure. Honestly, it could be a lot worse. Yeah, like you see all these memes and posts about like, you know, your grandparents were called to go fight, uh, fight a war and you're called to sit on your couch. Like, you, you can do this, you know? <laughs> That's very true. That's really true. Like, it kind of puts it into perspective of like, you know, apart from like financial hardship, like we're just being called to stay home. You it's know? really not the worst thing in the world. Yeah. We could, yeah, we could be called out to war. We could be being invaded. Could be being bombed. Um, there's worse things to stay indoors for. Yeah. On a related note though, I, uh, I, I think I have a peculiar, like a very, um, interesting angle and perspective because I've worked from home anyway. So like mm-hmm. things haven't drastically changed. But time has slowed down so much. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Like, March has felt. <laughs> I saw a tweet the other day. <laughs> I saw. That's gonna be a, like that's gonna be a meme. Timeless, dude. Yeah. Uh, but it was this guy, and he was like, "I've lived through five decades now." It was like the 1980s, the 1990s, 2000s, 2010s, 2020s, and March. <laughs> I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's so true." Because it just it feels like it won't ever end. I'm That's like, funny. oh my gosh, it's still March. It's the 25th as of this recording, but this whole thing is just like, you know, your mind is elsewhere. You're mm-hmm. indoors all the time. You're not seeing friends. You're not thinking about like what Anything else is coming. Else. Like, yeah, it's just, just like, yeah, exactly. Right now, always. Yeah, I haven't felt like time has like slowed down. Um, but like, I, I guess like when I think about it now, March does feel like longer than normal, you know? Yeah. yeah. I was describing to someone, I forget who, but to me it felt like, you know how uh, if you're working and there's like a meeting coming up and there's like that 15 minutes of time where you're like, oh, I could try to knock off some emails, mm-hmm. but you're like, I don't really want to. So you're just like waiting for the meeting to happen. Mm-hmm. That's what March feels like. Mm-hmm. You're, we're just like waiting for the meeting yeah. to happen where we can go outdoors again. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. Um, you know, I've been wanting to talk about this topic for a while, um, really since Kobe Bryant uh, passed away. It's been what six weeks? I want to say five, six weeks. Um, it's not yeah. l- not longer than that. Mid January, right? Yeah, so I guess a, b- a little bit longer. Well, mm-hmm. by the time this comes out, significantly longer. Yeah. Um, but at the months. time of recording, about a month and a half. And you know, it, before that happened, I think uh, death was one of the topics that me and you had talked about doing. Um, but it, dude, when that happened, um, I don't know about you, but I I like didn't believe the news. Like I remember where I was, what I was doing. Um, it was after Second Service uh, Church, and someone came up to me and said, "Hey, did you hear the news?" Uh, in, in the sports world, and I was like, "Oh yeah!" I was like, "LeBron, he just passed up Kobe in all-time scoring last night." Yeah. Uh, and she, this girl, was like, "No, like Kobe just died in a helicopter crash," and uh, obviously didn't know Kobe and have any connection to him. But like, my heart like sank. It was a really odd feeling for yeah. like not having any connection to the person. And to be honest with you. Well, I've never really been a Kobe Bryant fan. Paul <laughs> Pierce, <laughs> Celtics. Yeah, they're rivals. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, and so I, I never even liked him, and I was like so like troubled by like what happened. And I found myself like every day following like updates on the story and how it all happened and develop and all the developments. And uh, I don't know, it kind of got me thinking like about obviously about death, but like kind of like how do we you know how do we first thing I thought about is like how do you handle the death of like someone hmm. um, like close to you, right? I've never. Um, in my adult life, had like a fam- family member die or anyone that I've been super, super close to. Um, my first memory of someone that I knew that died was um, 
not even not even a blood relative, but he was li- like our uncle. He's a really really close family friend, and uh, he passed away in like a motorcycle accident when he was in his forties. And so I remember that mm. that day very well. I think I was maybe seven or eight, and I remember like that was the first first time I ever saw my dad like weeping. And I remember like walking in our hallway at an old house and like seeing him just like slumped on the ground, like back to the wall, like sitting there like sobbing and like not understanding what happened and what was, what he was going through. And then, um, I had two friends, uh, commit suicide uh, a couple of years ago. One of them, um, was a, was a person I didn't know very well, but, um, before he committed suicide, he came to, to um, my home group and, uh, like it was five days before he committed suicide, he came to home group and, uh, Thankfully that night we were able to connect. We ended up like talking a whole bunch and like ended up praying with him. And then that night when we were having worship, I um I don't know what I don't know like why I felt this, but I felt like a strong tug like to like basically welcome anyone that needed to get prayer, like to kind of step forward in the middle of everyone and get prayer. But what I felt like the Lord was asking me to do was um like if that was you, then to share with the group like for everyone like what you wanted prayer for, which normally we don't do that, right? We normally someone comes forward, yeah, gets raises their hand, people pray for them. But I felt like God specifically wanted me to say like share it with the group, and this person came forward and like shared what he was going through and it was pretty heavy stuff. And so uh, everyone prayed for him, and it seemed like really encouraging. So the next few days we were like texting and kind of keeping up, and then like four days later, I think it was uh, like we found out what happened, and so. Like that was the first person that I was like somewhat hmm. involved with, I guess. Um, but yeah, I kind of like thinking back, like how did I like emotionally kind of go through that, and what was my experience like? Um, and also, like obviously, I want to talk with you, like with your dad passing last year. Um, like, how do you deal with the death of someone that you're close with? Yeah, dude, Kobe hit me a lot harder than I thought yeah. too. I think it hit the whole world the same way. But um, I remember waking up and then starting to get ready for church and then open my phone and going on Twitter, I'll admit. And you know how like there's those memes where it's like, like someone gets dunked on. They're like, Oh, they like ended that person. Or so when I saw that, I thought it was like a meme and mm-hmm. I clicked on, I clicked on it cause it was trending. And then it was like, Kobe Bryant has like died in a helicopter crash. And I was like, what? Like, no, he didn't die. Like he probably, I don't know. There's a helicopter crash, but like, I don't know. I just like, didn't, it was just like, no like it it can't be true uh yeah but then a couple hours later it was like confirmed and then um i think too i don't know what it was about it i think it was weird right because he because lebron passed him up the night before and he was at the game and everyone was talking about it then uh also he's been like kind of more out there like with his daughter and supporting kind of her like basketball ambitions and He's been in a bunch, like, he started a podcast, he produced a movie, mm-hmm. he just won an Emmy, I forget mm-hmm. which award it is for movies, but, um, yeah, that, that was hard. And it, it did kind of, uh, I guess, like, bring back some emotions, thoughts about when my dad passed away, and even, like, when my grandpa passed away, and um, I think they're, those are probably the two that were, like, closest to me. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, like, my grandma had passed away, and um, some other people in my family, but I wasn't like directly that close with them. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's, it's such a weird thing because the immediately, I think one of the first thoughts I had when, um, when Kobe passed away that like triggered me to when my dad passed away was just like the feeling of like, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. It just like feels like wrong. this can't be it. Like, yeah, yeah. But it just feels like it doesn't sit with you 
Right. Especially if you feel like they're taken early, mm-hmm. you know, like they should have had more time. Um, but it's just this weird fact of like, this feels unnatural. Um, and I think that there's like a really spiritual part to that and kind of depth that we mm-hmm. innately know, like as God's creations that like we weren't originally supposed to die. And then it feels like innately wrong. Um, but that was the first thought that the flood of my mind when yeah. both happened. Yeah. Like thoughts of, um, kind of like, what do you do with like the unexpected? Like, yes. Like what do you, what do you do with like death, but also like an unexpected, like un mm-hmm. like untimely death that just kind of comes. Yeah. Um, cause with Kobe, that's really how it felt. Like another like strong, like, I don't know, like a thought that I had, um, cause when you think of Kobe Bryant, you think like he's, you know, my thoughts are like, he's unbeatable, like untouchable, right. like just the like, most invincible yeah, just like player. the top of the top. Um, like nothing can take him down. Um, and his whole life was like he displayed greatness, whether it's uh, was um, playing basketball, like you said, uh, when his career ended, kind of what he went on to do with his um, became like a really strong, like known for being like a family man, you know, for he produced, produced a movie and his podcast. He, I know he was doing like a ton of like talks and stuff. I saw like multiple interviews. Investing. Um, he was a venture capitalist and partner at a, at a company. Yeah. So like basketball, like business, family, like author, everything. He's like just top of the top, like known as like one of the best. And uh, like a thought, like a weird thought is like this man, like in our life is like many people look up to and like just as like the best basically. Um, like what, what was all that for? Like if, I mean, I don't know his faith. I, I, I've read some things about him being hmm. like religious, but I don't know if he was, like, if he was a Christian or not, but yeah. um, it's got, kind of got me thinking like none of that actually matters. Like we all, you know, what, what really matters is like, where's your salvation and where are you, where are you going to end up when you die? And so it's just weird, like, again, we have these thoughts, but when, like, like, a figure like Kobe passes, like, you really stop to think about it all, you know? Yeah, I know. One of the things I was thinking about was how, like, um, you know, when you die, like, everyone talks about, like, you know, leave a legacy and, like, leave someone, something behind, like, to be remembered by. Um, but I think that it's, it's not just, like I said, it's not just about, like, your legacy, quote unquote. And like how people think of you, but like what you left for others as well. Um, and that's kind of one of the things that, I mean, obviously Kobe did a lot of things for a lot of people. He accomplished a ton, mm-hmm. but like you said, when you think about Kobe, it's like, what were those things for and how did they really affect other people? Um, that's why, I mean, you know, like comparing kind of to my dad, like he in no way was a hall of fame basketball mm-hmm. player or, you know, celebrity or, uh, in any, you know, any, it wasn't in the public, li- uh, the public light at all, but what he left behind was, um, you know, family who thought of him really highly and he left behind mm-hmm. more, not a legacy of accolades and accomplishments and trophies and awards, but of like feelings and of respect and of mm-hmm. like the way that I carry myself or the way that uh, we treat our family or the way that we think about each other or even think of him. And so anyways, I guess my point was like legacy is more than just, like I said, the things you accomplish, but like how you helped others and your, I guess like your influence and effect on other people directly around you. Yeah. I mean, death like definitely like provokes like, um, like a thought of like what kind of impact like are you going to, are you making on people right now? Um, 
you know, when, when everything went down with Kobe, like, uh, if you, like, follow, like, sports figures, and if you're kind of in on that with social media, like, you saw, obviously, everyone was posting about what happened, but um, I thought it was interesting how, how many people that, like, that I know that I follow on, like, Instagram, whatever, that have, I've never seen post anything about like, sports, and then Kobe dies, and it's like, Kobe Bryant, like, my hero, and it's just like, right. my point is, um, well, first point was that it's kind of odd to see people, like, come out of the, from under the rock, and just like, yeah, I love sports, but um the the main point is uh like his impact like dude so many people that like, came out to his funeral and were posting about him and it's just like a weird it's like weird to see that big of an impact he had mm-hmm. um you know and uh you watch interviews or people kind of reflecting on how he challenged them his like work ethic his mindset uh, that's been one thing like i've never like really looked into but when he passed like i looked into kind of like you've, you've heard about like, the mama mentality and like just yeah. his like mindset of like I am going to be the best and I'm going to destroy you like whatever, whenever we're facing each other. Like that was always his mindset. And, uh, I think like looking into that, like it's actually pretty fascinating. Like he, mm-hmm. he like just so badly desired to be the best. Um, like his desire, like really carried him like to do that, you know? And so, yeah, I mean, what kind of impact are you making right now? And then, um, another thought that I had, I guess the third one was, um, and it's kind of an obvious one, but like how will people remember you when you die? And, um, yeah, man, I think it's just, it's interesting to like to stop and to reflect and think about these questions. Um, but yeah, like what am, like I think for myself, like what am I doing today that like, what will you, Corey, re- remember me for when I pass, right? Or yeah. um, I'm sure a lot of great things, but um, <laughs> it's like a serious thing. Like, you know, what, how are people remember you, you know? Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I mean, like I said, like literally what are the things? Because as we saw with Kobe, like you would think that that guy would have the resources, the, um, I don't know, the talent, the, the know-how to kind of live an invincible life. Like I feel like at that level, you would be able to prevent most of the things that would maybe take someone else's life. But then there's freak accidents like a helicopter crash, you know, or, um, unless you're like self-destructive, you know, like you can mainly prevent those things. At least you think, and then things like that happen. You think like, well, you know, I'm 24, 25, and that could happen to me. Mm-hmm. And so I have to think like, uh, one, my, my days are numbered and like that time will come and it could come sooner than I think. Mm-hmm. But also like I said, well, what am I doing right now that is uh, memorable? What am I doing right now that's building my legacy? And um, it's not, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's a little bit scary and sobering to think about sometimes because definitely like in the, day-to-day minutia of life (laughs) sometimes it can feel really insignificant like i'm just doing my job and i'm just washing the dishes and i'm just you know checking off the the to-do list uh but also what are the things that are investing in other people's lives and um it's definitely a very sobering thing that happens you know where it kind of like hits the reset button in your mind a little bit yeah i was gonna say it really is like sobering to like stop and, and think about like uh this episode feels different than other ones we do like i almost feel like i can't make any jokes and like you know, it's, it's <laughs> obviously like a, it's a serious thing to talk about um but i think it's important to talk it's like important to think about it's important to talk through um francis chan has a quote he says um ignoring death leads to ignorance and um like i'm sure you know people that don't like talking about death they don't like thinking about it um i know some people that like when someone in their life passes away, they like just kind of, I don't know, act weird, I guess. And 
really just change the way they normally act and mm. um but they don't want to deal with it they, they just want to kind of ignore it and not talk about it um but i do think that's like an ignorant thing to do like you know because we're all we're all going to pass it's all going to come and to your point about with kobe um the fact that it was so like out of the blue unexpected and you think about the circumstances like he was with his daughter on the way to yeah um, like a sunday morning travel game and they had a, you know a couple of their families with them and you know the parents and the kids like just so sad like the whole circumstance and then how the night before what happened with lebron passing him like that cool moment and so um it's important to think about it's important to kind of reflect and uh, maybe you know ask yourself some of these questions and kind of just process a little bit um and then if you are dealing with someone dealing with a death that you know someone that you know um this last year i've heard of a few um a few people that again i'm not like friends with but that i am associated with that um, have like experienced like a recent death and it's really like messed with them. Like it's kind of put them through like a w- weird funk. And so mm. that's you, like if you've gone through a death in the family, like don't go through that alone. Like talk with someone, whether it's a friend, a pastor, um, or like a mentor, but like talk with someone and, you know, don't bury your thoughts. Don't ignore them. I think it's important to process those. Yeah. Um, my brother's sister, I always, is that sister-in-law? Is that, uh, your brother's sister? no, Oh, <laughs> Corey. Um. My brother's wife. Okay. Yes. Sister-in-law. Your brother's wife. Yeah. Yeah. Really. Yes. Oh. Um, Your anyways. in-laws. No, that's not what. Yes, I mean, you're not. They're not your. Yes, it's in-laws. So for your for your brother's oh, you're right. wife, you are her in-law. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yep. Um. She uh actually, the year, before basically like 10 months before my dad passed away, her mom passed away and we're not super, I mean, we're like 15 years apart, but like she's still, you know, young mm-hmm. um, and it was very unexpected, tragic death. And uh, she told me something that I think is, was really helpful. Um, it kind of like kind of sucked in the moment, but she basically said like, you know, look, it's, it's almost been a year for me and it still doesn't feel like normal or okay. And someone else told me that it, basically it's never going to feel normal and like it's never going to feel uh, okay or like that you're past it. Um, and while it's unfortunate, I think it's also kind of comforting because I think what most people do, uh, like Francis Chan kind of alludes to, is like they just kind of try to ignore it and yep. they're just like, okay, well, and they rationalize it, right? They're like, oh, well, that's a part of life and everyone dies and it's sad, but we'll get over it and mm-hmm. they're in a, happy, a better place now. But like, you're okay. It's okay to be sad and like, it's good to grieve mm-hmm. and it's not going to feel normal. So don't pretend like it is like you do feel normal, you know, and just to like kind of brush it off like it's nothing. Right. Um, it still doesn't feel normal at all. Like I still struggle with it all the time. I think about it probably more than I'd like to admit, but it doesn't mean that, uh, something's wrong with me where it doesn't mean that like I have to also like dwell on it. I can accept it and I can acknowledge it and I can, I can know that it's okay without feeling okay. Um, ironically and kind of surprisingly the, I think what was like really therapeutic, um, was actually like the funeral for my dad, which is kind of strange to say, but the whole process of like, it, it really like makes sense to me now of like, this is an event to, get it all out on the floor to honor someone um, and to really like spend that time grieving and thinking about it. 
because they're kind of like forced to a little bit like you can't ignore it um and to also like like accept what people are telling you of like i'm really sorry or it's really sad or it's going to be okay um because again you kind of just want to like close your ears and just like go away and just be alone but it doesn't help and Mm -hmm. it kind of hurts you in the long run so um i personally found the funeral to be like a really cool experience and actually think really helpful to getting past everything yeah, makes sense. yeah. okay um any other thoughts you wanted to touch on mm, i don't know if i had any off the top of my head no i might have more that come to me okay yeah i mean that was pretty much all i wanted to i guess go through um i think again my overall thoughts on this is um like don't ignore it right like address the thought of death and um kind of th- you know think it through think about some of the thoughts that you know that provokes and um yeah just don't ignore it i think it's important to like uh, address it <clears throat> and to um to sort through your thoughts on the subject so. yeah and uh i'd be remiss if we didn't mention that verse psalm oh, yes. 90 verse 12 it says teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom um i think there really is something really interesting about mm-hmm. numbering your days uh, in fact i know a couple of people i still haven't done it i don't actually i think i meant to it's actually like an, it's kind of funny, but there's an app uh, you can get on like Chrome, for example. When you open up a new tab, it has like a running number of like, basically like a countdown till like your life expectancy. So um, why would you want that? To number your days, <laughs> literally, <laughs> just like the Bible says. Uh, oh, there's also, there's a, again, a, a Twitter account, but it um it has a daily update of like the year's progress. And I think there's something too, like, thinking about how short life is and how fast time passes. Um, and I mean, thinking again, like not thinking about your own death in like a weird Gothic way, but thinking about it as in like, how am I building my legacy and letting it become, I think normal in a sense to where like it leads to you to lead a better life and a more glorifying life mm-hmm. to God. Um, not in a way that, you know, brings you down, but mm-hmm. I think there's something really interesting in, numbering your days yeah, I agree. that gives you a sobering wisdom. Yeah. I think, um, like obviously not taking your days for granted, but also, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like when I think of numbering your days, I don't think about an actual like calendar, like you're saying, <laughs> right, like an app. That That's not what I think about, but like valuing them and, yeah. um, like numbering them as in each day, like you, you account for it and you say, okay, here's a day. What am I going to do with it? Um, and not wasting it. Like not, you know, not, um, I guess being cognizant and mindful of the time that you, you have on this earth and what are you going to use it for? So, yeah, I concur. You concur. I do. All right. Indeed. Indeed. Well, I feel like it's weird to mention merch, but (laughs) there's no segue (laughs) at all. Uh, but we have merch. Uh, That's all. I'll just leave it there. Cool to be in keep.com slash merch. (laughs) Okay. All right. Deuces. Bye.